The difference in telling like a guy versus a girl is a girl usually is like, wow, like they're so impressed and like so much respect for you because they think of all the upper body it takes and like they're like, wow, you're so badass to like have the confidence to dance half naked. And um, I would say like mostly when I would tell guys they just look at it sexually, like, ooh, like. Whoa, that's hot. You can ride my pole. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. And we are recording. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. I am sharing a microphone today because my best friend is in town visiting Austin, Jamie. <laughs> Hello. Um, and we have an interesting conversation today about Jamie. We have an interesting conversation every episode, I would hope. <laughs> but today is extra special because Jamie is here for sure. And Jamie is a pole instructor, competitor, and performer. So we're going to be talking about pole dancing and why it's so fucking awesome. Ow, ow. <laughs> so why, why pole? Like you could go to the gym, you could join a running group, you could do CrossFit, right? There's no shortage of fitness options and fitness communities out there. I kind of stumbled into pole because, well, I was a personal trainer and I was in college and I, my friend invited me to take an aerial silks class, which is what people usually think of with like the circus, like where people climb the fabric apparatus. Um, And I was kind of a fitness nerd and I wanted to try everything. And I thought that sounded really cool because it was functional and I'd be lifting my body, like using my, my physical strength. Um, so that's how I got into what you'd call like the aerial community, which covers pole and aerial silks and lira and all the different apparatuses and pole just falls under that umbrella. Um, and so I went with her to an aerial silks class and I really liked it. Um, and then she got into pole like shortly after and I originally like judged it like everyone does, which is like. You think of pole and you think of stripping. Um, And so now I regret that I judged her the way that I did. But that's how I felt when I was 21. Did she feel that judgment? uh, No, she didn't. I didn't express it. Mm. Um, I thought it, but I still did want to try it. I just still held the negative judgment in my head. But um, I was still interested um, I was on the triathlon team, which is like, I mean, anyone could be on it, but it was still kind of a competitive team and she was on it too. And like people, my people had talked about how she was doing pole and like, Ooh, ah, like 
so and so is like probably stripping or so, like they there was this like uh the taboo of it was still there in the background yeah because 21 not to date you but when 20 <laughs> that was in 2014 2013 2014 okay uh yeah. that was around the time and it seems like the pole community has proliferated quite a bit it's since evolved then. yeah so now it's like a lot like people almost sh like shun you if you say anything about pole about uh associating stripping and like the negative light like because now everyone right. recognizes that pole comes from stripping and we like respect strippers sex workers and yeah and sex workers like and, yeah, yeah. It, it's like if you uh, have been in the pole community for even like a couple months you are quickly uh educated on this and yeah like i mean there's there's two kinds of people the people that started pole in a studio and the people that started by stripping and so if you start by stripping you immediately have that respect for strippers but if you start having no idea and then all you really know is your meet your your experience that you've learned through media so um it's normal to have those associations if you've been sheltered and all you've had is exposure through movies and tv and they always portray pole as stripping only um which isn't bad but it, it definitely paints a picture that's not accurate for like everything in 2014 i also started pole in my basement with DVDs that were <laughs> that were training me, um, and I remember posting my first Instagram post about pole and me feeling so nervous of like, oh my god, this is so bad. People are gonna think I'm a stripper, and I remember making it about like the three fitness things that I was getting into, which is boxing, yoga, and pole, and. I remember at the end of the post, I was like, I'm not a, by the way, I'm not a stripper. I'm an athlete or something like that. Like I said something where I'm like, I have to put this in somewhere because <laughs> like, otherwise, <laughs> yeah, like I will be like, I don't know what's going to happen to me. Like, cause it was so like scary to even say that. And then I felt like I had to like defend myself in that way. And then, yeah, once joining a pole community, it does like it does open you up pretty quickly because, you know, you'll be like, girls will be like, yeah, shake your ass. Yeah. And like, but it's so fun. And you just are like, oh, like, this is like so bad. But like, I love it. And it's mm -hmm. so exciting. And like, it's just all these amazing women around you just like. Uh, so and supportive. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like my experience. It was just like, oh, my God, I could just like feel really good in my body with all these like badasses. And like, it's OK to feel really sexy. And yeah, so that was that was my yeah, it's one of like the few things where you can, um, where everyone is very supportive of you. You can feel sexy and be whoever you want and dance however you want, and everyone's going to be clapping for you. And that's just really hard to find in like any other modality of like exercise. So I think that's what made me gravitate towards it. Um, even like, because pole is still dancing. Um, even in the dance space, there's a lot of like negativity and clickiness. Not to say that every pole studio is going to be this like haven of like support and no judgment, but I think most people find their community in a pole studio, um, in the pole community when they join, and that's like really refreshing. And the community is also still it's grown, but it is still really small. So yeah. it seems like the opportunity to become clicky around it almost is not even quite there yet because it is so small. So if you're a part of a 
of a, a pole studio, I don't know, it seems like you would feel close to the people there. It's kind because of an automatic, like, you're one of us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And especially something like pole, which is still going to be uh, taboo by, considered a bit taboo as a... Um, as an art, as a way of fitness by a percentage of, you know, the population by our society. Mm. So that would, that would bring you together. It would make sense that that would bring you together. Yeah. As a studio. Yeah. Cause it's a, um, it's something that's not widely accepted by America and you guys are all doing it together. And at that you're, pretty vulnerable being half naked, which you kind of have to be when you're pole dancing for the grip to, to stick to the pole and do different things. You have to be half naked. Um, I mean, there are some exceptions to this, but for the most part, <laughs> you are that way. And so, yeah, you kind of bond with the people because you're all like being vulnerable together and expressing yourself. Yeah. Speaking of being half naked, it is fucking painful <laughs> like <laughs> seriously you have to overcome uh, a lot of initial discomfort and you have to really enjoy it to it keep doing it i have jumped up on a pole maybe three times <laughs> in my life and just just enough to have some like yeah or respect just, yeah for respect the, for and empathy for yeah exactly so yeah, it's not it is very painful especially when you first start yeah the worst when you first start it's 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 amazing it's it's really cool so how does that work like what's the first reaction because how long have you been doing it now like consistently or it's been eight years eight years and i've been very consistent so yeah, what's the reaction now by um, people you might date or consider dating um, when you tell them that you are, yeah, into pole or part pole? of a pole? Yeah. Um, well, so I'm queer and I've mainly been dating women the last few years, but I did date a few guys like while I was learning and more beginner, which they don't recognize it as beginner, <laughs> but um, they would sexualize it. Um, I think both sides do sexualize pole because like men and women, men and women as yeah. Okay. Um, you know, like pole by nature is it's like a phallic thing. So yeah, people are going to, and I still, I mean, it's sexy. Like pole is sexy um, unless you maybe consider the sports side of it, which is um, emphasized in competitions, like not wearing heels and just, because there's so many different uh, types of pole dancing. Like it doesn't have to be focused on the sexy, like the sexy side with heels. It could also be very much, very much the kind that you would expect if it became an Olympic sport, which is like clean lines, very um, removing the sexual nature of pole dancing and looking at it purely as sport. Um, but that's not what people think of. And so when you tell people that you pole dance, they're like, ooh, like, can you show me a video? Um, like, what do you look like when you're pole dancing? And they immediately kind of perk up and like, you know, brow raise. Um, but the guys never had a problem with it <laughs> and the girls don't either, but I would think, but I, I would say that the difference in telling like a guy versus a girl is a girl 
usually is like, wow, like they're so impressed and like so much respect for you because they think of all the upper body it takes and like they're like, wow, you're so badass to like have the confidence to dance half naked. And um, I would say like mostly when I would tell guys they just look at it sexually, like, ooh, like, whoa, that's hot. You can ride my pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's less of a, there's, there's still those guys that are like, wow, that's really cool that you do that. Like it's not like those guys don't exist, but like, you know, like I guess like the average asshole guy would just be like, that's hot. Like come dance on my pole kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I was dating <laughs> this guy in California and he, when I told him, he, he was such a, a jerk. But when I, when he found out I was dancing, he was like, oh, I can never tell my parents this. Like if we were, if we're ever like really together, I could never tell my parents this. They take me out of the will. And I was like, okay, like, not sure you want me to say to that. And then like, he would like show his friends videos of me that I sent to him and be like, be like, yeah, look at this. Like, and like hypersexual. And it was so like a fucking teenage boy. It was like, yeah, he like, it was just straight up the most, like the, probably the worst reaction, like one of the worst <laughs> reactions you could get, but it just like showed how insecure he was. And Your how, moon ring like, is turning red <laughs> <laughs> as you explain I'm this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, I remember that and just being like, ew, like fuck you. And yeah, you make a good, cause whenever I've never told a woman about it where I felt judged ever, ever just guys. Um, every woman gets like, yeah, it's like, whoa, it's like the coolest thing. And they'll either say, I've always wanted to try that. Like, can we try it sometime? Um, or it's just women like, oh my God, that'd be like the coolest thing to do. And you know, they're just like super like proud of you. Like yeah. you said. And I do think part of that like reaction is us living in very liberal places though. Like, I don't think it's like mm. that with women oh, everywhere. Sure. Like, True. I mean, yeah. I live in, we both pole danced in LA. That's where we like started really learning. Yeah, that's where we met. That's so where we, we met. That's how we met. Yeah, we were in our own community and that's how we, so we've been friends for six years, six years? Something like that. Something like that from our pole studio. Yes, that's where we first met. Um, yeah, so in more conservative areas, I wouldn't say that's, like, the average response. I think the the stripping notion is still, like, more overpowering to people that are, like, opposing, uh, like, not in agreement with pole dancing, and they see it as very sinful, and you should not do that. Um, but luckily, I haven't been around those areas, and I feel only welcomed in uh, my little bubbles of liberalism. Luckily, we're down <laughs> with the take sin. That out. Down with the sin, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to sin. Um, but um, what was I going to say? Not, uh, not all guys are like your experience with your boyfriend. Some of them actually are ashamed to... Uh, even have their girlfriends start pole dancing. Um, like they don't want their girlfriend to post videos of themselves pole dancing for different reasons, whether it's like their own insecurity or uh, feeling like they need to protect her. Yeah. From judgment of yeah. Others. They guys feel like if they know a girl that's pole dancing and she posts things publicly that she's going to get hurt in some way or, it's going to be a reflection of them not controlling her or something like, yeah. That, yeah. That, Cause I've had a lot of students. Um, I'm like, Oh, why don't you post your progress? Um, students meaning you teach now? Yes. 
in my classes, I teach like heels, like the sexy side, choreography and tricks. And um, I will have students that will specifically not post things, even though they're very proud of them and they want to share it with the community because they have a boyfriend that's overprotective and uh, or does not approve at all of the pole dancing, uh, which is really sad because they're their own person and they should be able to post what they like. So that's crazy. I couldn't imagine you being like, couldn't imagine you being like, no, <laughs> no, not allowed to do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. That just seems very <clears throat> insecure and I guess misguided uh, form of protection for your partner because. Uh, it's it's tough because I guess on on one hand you don't necessarily always know the context of that mm -hmm. protection like where is that coming from you know you have a guy who maybe had a previous girlfriend who had bad experience with social media and his girlfriend like I can see situations where I can understand the trepidation and then I think there's my guess would be that that would be the minority of cases and in most situations it's simply an insecure individual which aren't we all to some degree, but, um, yeah, that kind of control is, I've never really been, uh, never, I never say never. I don't, I don't think I've ever been that type of controlling person where I would say you can't post something or you can't say something, you can't do something. Ultimately, if that person is living a life the way they're living it, then hopefully you're with them because you accept all of those things about them and, and you even support and are proud of them for all of those things. And I think if anyone comes out of the woodwork and especially friends, you know, disapprove and judge your partner or you for involving yourself in poll, then that's just a red flag that that's probably not someone you really want to as a partner or as a friend. Yeah. Mm. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, do you think, though, that even though you have that way of thinking about it, that like regardless of you trusting your partner and wanting the best, um, do you think like insecurity would still come out by knowing she's posting like half naked dances where other men can see? Like, is that like a just like a feeling that like naturally kind of comes out, even though you know consciously that like you're okay with it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's probably a, a tinge of mixed emotions. I can see how there would be a sense of, and this is where, yeah, I, I the sense of control, the sense of uh, really what it is, is like a sense of ownership over another person. Whereas a guy, you may think, oh, I don't want my friends to see, you know, my my girlfriend in this like sexy way, you know, almost as if like that's, you know, that's for us and that's for me and not for, for other men um, or other people who might, you know, sexualize that. Um, and then there's also the side uh, that would have a tinge of, could have a tinge of like embarrassment of like, oh, uh, like, you know, what kind of message does it send? What are people going to think? Um, those are not feelings that I would that would be there at all or if at all it would be very 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 weak signals in my brain and I would know 
the, I, I don't know, the way I look at situations like that is if I'm feeling really insecure about something or I don't feel good about something and I think it stems from insecurity, then the question I ask myself is, you know, how would a secure person handle this or how would a secure person think about this? And it could come down to a shift in perspective, like, well, a secure person would support their partner and a secure person, if they were uncomfortable with anything, um, would speak openly with their partner about it and express how they're feeling and any concern that they might have and um, try to be curious and understand where their partner's coming from and like, you know, why do you want to post this and what does it mean to you and um, and try to work through it in like a in like a healthy way rather than a I'm right, you're wrong, judgmental mm. sort of way. Definitely. That was like the perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say too, like looking at <laughs> yeah, good boyfriend points. <laughs> yeah. Racking up, racking up. So good. Yeah. I was like thinking all of those I've thought through all of those things too. Like I think you have to ask, like, why is the person doing it? What, how does it serve them? Is it making them happy? Because, yeah, you just saying no isn't solving anything, especially with your relationship. It just shows that you're shutting them down and censoring them. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're having, like, an honest conversation, you might even find that your partner's doing it for because there's lack of attention, you know, from you as a partner, like you might find out something significant where it's like, oh, wow, okay, this is something we could work on, you know, um, or it could be just you hearing from your partner, I've been working on this trick for months, and it feels so good to share it with people. And I just so happen to be like wearing, you know, something that's kind of skimpy, you know, like, you know, giving like detail will always help you um, realize where both of you are actually at so that you can either, you know, solve a problem that's there or just talk things out because at the end of the day you want what's best for each other so I think talking about it is crucial if it's bothering either of you yeah and so uh since this is sex and the office uh Jamie you're also I I think we can talk about this you're also thinking about opening a pole studio yeah I think in the future I want to open some type of pole photography space um So more of a photography studio, photography and video studio that has pole and aerial because I love to shoot that. Um, So that's something that I think maybe in the next five years I could do. And um, yeah. Can you tell us about like the business side of that? Like in terms of business plan, business model, um, ideas or what your unique selling proposition in the community Ooh. would be wherever okay, you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. So, well, pole dancers love to be filmed. Um, that's one thing about the pole community. We like to be photographed and filmed and then and we that like could to just be for it. yourself or, yeah. or to share it. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it could just be for yourself. I mean, there's a whole boudoir topic, you know, and it's kind of the same with, or just, I mean, dance too, but like, There's something about being filmed and like also sharing like choreography that you've made. Like there's so many different reasons to be photographed. It doesn't even have to relate to being feeling sexy. But um, that is what I've kind of built a business around. And it's called The Inspired Capture. And um, I, I started filming more like pole dancers because I was part of that community. And uh, I just started getting like more and more inquiries for that kind of work because I was surrounded by pole dancers and it just kind of kept expanding. And I realized that there was like a really big demand for it and that I absolutely loved 
filming it and that I was pretty good at it because I understood pole dancing and angles and lighting. Um, I already had some video and photography experience. So that's how I started my brand. And then um, I would just go around to different studios and set up shoots where people could sign up and book like um, a mini slot. And I would shoot um, each dancer back to back um, their routines or I would make like a highlight reel of their skill. Um, and so, yeah, they would like get dolled up. Then we would film. I would film them and edit it, their video together. And so that's kind of like the business model is like me filming like choreography freestyles and highlight reels and depending on how good they are they might use these videos for different things sometimes people just want to be creative and create something amazing and every time I film someone they like it's kind of like it's a performance for them um and they they always like leave the shoot or once they see the video they're like wow I'm so hot you know like they they love they it they feel sexy and and I like love giving people that feeling I think that's like the drug for me is like people get so excited to see themselves on camera and see how amazing they look and that's like it's kind of like when I teach pole and see people like light up at like what they can do it's like seeing themselves on camera being captured in like a cinematic way that like normally they would never be like film this way like they look sexy they are being captured and like to look as good as possible and oftentimes their skill level is like amplified by the moving camera and the lighting so um yeah so people come back for more because they love that like they see the video and they're like wow I feel so good about myself and they can always keep watching it back and reminding themselves like wow I did that um and this is what I can do um so that's really powerful and um, yeah, so with that, I'm expanding to all kinds of aerial things. I don't just shoot pole, but that's definitely like the focus of that. And by opening like a photography studio, um, it would allow me to create like the kind of aesthetics that I like. And really, um, a lot of times when I shoot at studios, cause I'm at the mercy of like whatever the studio looks like, and I can't really make it my own. Um, I would love to open a space where I can, craft the look that I want with the lighting I want and like not be under like a time crunch of having to be out at a certain time um, and just get really creative with it. And then, yeah, it would be like my own branded space, which is really exciting. I feel like it's the evolution of like my business is to like eventually open a studio, maybe not for classes, but at least for like filming pole and aerial. Interesting. So you might not even go the typical studio route of opening it up for classes it might just be a destination for people to go to that is like if you wanted to get a really well done video and photos for your poll for your aerial work um people would come here because this studio is built for it yes so they yeah they could it wouldn't be a place unless it had to be because of profits and stuff, but ideally it would be a place where one, people could rent it out for themselves to dance with great lighting. <laughs> so if they didn't want to get a professional video shoot by me, then they could come and just film themselves with their phone in, in the space, which people do with normal studios. So the lighting would be super important. The lighting would be super dope because I know lighting <laughs> and, um, yeah, it would just be a gorgeous space. That's like the bottom line. It has to be beautiful. Um, and 
if they wanted to go the extra step because they were super prepared and they had a look that they wanted capture or captured or they had choreography that they had prepared and they wanted documented, then then they could go the extra step of hiring me who would be the owner of the studio and I would film them or photograph them. And also, ideally, it could be a place where not just pole dancers come, but all kinds of dancers. It would be a dance studio and um, a place you know listed on like pure space or something where people could book the space they need mirrors a dance floor that's not always that easy to find to just rent a big space so it could be flexible for for that kind of thing as well interesting and you live in long beach so what are you leaning towards finding a studio in long beach i know when we talked off mike you've mentioned potentially la um do you know where in la or like do you have a a preferred spot that you'd be able to get um i'm not sure yet i've thought about both la and long beach um i don't think it would be anywhere north of la but um i i have been thinking that i would stay local i'm just not sure if people would um drive to long beach from la and i feel like la is the major hub for pole dancing and dance so is it that the of, case, like for around the world, like like their pole in terms there of there uh, are hubs, yeah, where there's like a lot of studios and more density of like clients and dancers. Like it's pretty much every major city you'll find pole studios. So Long Beach is a little bit, a little bit. Um, it's on the very outskirts of LA. There's still a community for sure, but I think there are more people in LA. But at the same time, there's also more pole studios in LA. So it's kind of like. I guess my unique spin would be that it's a photography studio focused. Um, so it wouldn't be in direct competition with pole studios. Have you been to concerts. all those pole studios in LA or a lot Pretty of Pretty much almost everyone. And yeah. are any of them really well suited for photography and video? Ooh, I'm talking trash. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, there, there are some that are pretty good. Um, I mean, I'm shooting at the ones that I think are best. Okay. Um, and but none of like really optimized they're not, for it. No, they are not made to be a photography studio. There's one that just opened that my friend just opened that is kind of like what I was gonna do. So I was like, oh, cool. Um, but that's a little bit further, and that's just starting. So it'll be interesting to see how she does. But um, yeah, mostly the spaces have not been photography focused or the person that designed them made them was not looking at it the way I would look at it like I have a very different perspective as a photographer and videographer because I know what my needs are when I'm capturing and they don't they're not photographers and videographers so they're looking first and foremost at the like usability of the space for people for classes or for people renting the space so it will be different to go back to like the actual actual pole dancing itself what's like the main thing you feel when you're pole dancing like where does your mind go and what are you feeling um I feel very free when I'm pole dancing um I feel like I'm expressing something like I would call it very much like dance therapy um yeah it's always been a big release for me like whatever I'm dealing with or like whatever I've been hiding of myself because I think for like a long time I I hid parts of who I was and like 
I I didn't even know that I was, but when I danced, it was like something was coming out of me and my movement and and maybe this is because I'm a very like kinesthetic person, like movement and like exercise has always been um, a big like it's always helped me stay on track and feel good. Um, but I'd never been a dancer. I never took dance classes or anything. So when I started pole dancing, it was very different from aerial silks because with aerial silks, it was like I had to fight so hard to just stay up in the air and do anything. It was almost like my my strength was sapped before I could even get to the artistic part. Whereas with pole, I felt like right off the bat, I could just dance around the pole. And I was like, oh, this feels nice. Like some movement kind of just resonates with certain feelings. And so you're like expressing those feelings when you put on a certain kind of song and it just does something for you like spiritually. So I think that's what got me with pole. There are so many women who are like, oh my God, I would love to try that. Or like I always, cause you know, like I said, every time I bring it up, they're like, oh my God, I would love to take a beginner class, but I couldn't. Or like, you know, they just go there and they, they assume that you have to be like super strong from day one. For some reason, everyone thinks like, yeah, yeah. you know, I wouldn't be able to climb it. And I'm like, well, beginner class, you're not climbing it, you know? So like, what would yeah. you, what type of words of encouragement would you, why would you recommend pole to everyone? Yeah, because how can you encourage them? there's something for, there's a different kind of style. And I, I mean, pole can be for everyone because there's so many different ways to pole dance. Like it doesn't have to be what you would think it is. Um, even studio to studio, there's different styles that they emphasize. Like some studios are more focused on pole fitness and like doing tricks. And some are more focused on just dancing your soul out um, on the floor, twerking or like, you know, just cheering for each other. So um, I think there's something for everyone and you don't need to have a certain level of strength. And also that will come later. Like when you are just starting like with your first class, you're not expected to know anything. Like I think people just assume that they have to like have basic coordination and stuff. Like obviously it helps, but you're not expected to have any movement background when you take an intro to pole class. You should definitely take the intro class versus beginner classes because they're very different, mm -hmm. but you don't need to be able to do anything. And that's why it's an intro class because when I teach an intro class, there's all kinds of body types. People can't hold themselves up at all. Like it's, it's, and that's okay. They're not expected to. Yeah. And I think, um, to have a great teacher like you, who's super encouraging and like, you're like, oh my God, you did it. And like, let me take a video of you doing it. And whoa, look at you. You know, it's like so important because my first heels class um, I had to take barefoot cause I didn't have heels and I didn't know to bring heels. So I was so embarrassed and these girls are in heels and I'm like just flat footed. <laughs> like, I think I, that happened to me too, actually. Yeah. As a first class. Yeah. Like first heels. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like already like, oh my God, this is embarrassing. And Drew was teaching it. Drew was one of our teachers. Um, and I just felt like an idiot. Like the whole class, I was like, I am so offbeat. Like I cannot flow like this. I've never moved my body like this. All these girls are so like flowy and, and sexy. Even in the intro class, like they were like, there's some girls just naturally have a flow and some don't. And you have to like learn it and build up. So I just felt so out of place. And I remember getting my stuff together and I was just thinking in my head, like I, this is it. Like I'm never coming back. 
Um, that was so embarrassing. And Drew comes up to me and she was like, you did amazing. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, just <laughs> like, this is so like awkward. And she was like, it's supposed to be awkward. Like, it's your first class. It's going to feel weird. And she's like, but you did so good. And I was like, what did I do that was good? And she like named like a bunch of like, she just, yeah, like she was like calling out specific things. And I was like, I was like, wow, really? And she was like, I'm going to see you in the next class, right? Like, you have to come back. You have to. And I was like, okay. And then I came back, and the next class is better, and the next class is better. And like, and I was like, if she didn't encourage me like that, or if she didn't pay attention to me, and like maybe noticed, I think she noticed that I felt insecure and like awkward. Yeah. Um, but it was because of her being such an encouraging teacher that like helped me get back into it because I think it's natural for you know a lot of people beginning to get intimidated by it when they're not like used to being in their body in that way so yeah that was really cool yeah the teacher makes a huge difference and like I try sometimes classes are pretty big and you don't have the luxury of Mm -hmm. like going person to person and checking in but like when I do see someone that's uncomfortable or something like I'll try and like make them more comfortable like I'm also kind of like people pleasing and I want everyone to have fun so I like if I see someone not having fun or if I see a look on their face I'm like oh my god is everything okay like is there anything I could do to like be a better instructor because yeah and I remember like because in my first classes I felt so awkward like I didn't even like pull like some people are like oh yeah it was love at first touch but like for me it wasn't at all I felt so awkward and not sexy and I just felt like a robot trying to like do a body roll like do 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 and so (laughs) it was like it took time and patience and like a lot of just support from people around me um so yeah that's like a big part of it love it (laughs) anything else you want to share Jamie um, no, unless you have more questions, that's, that's a good little summary. There's so much more that you can talk about, but that that's definitely scraped some of the surface. <laughs> poll 101. Yeah, poll 101 with Jamie. Well, thank you for sharing about your passion, and you're so talented and such a great teacher. And I've watched you come so far. Like, me and my mom talk about it all the time. Because <laughs> my mom loves following you and your your pole journey. And she's like, Jamie's incredible. Like, the amount that she... Like, you've just gotten so good because you've been so consistent. So I always just am, like, like in shock with, like, everything you continue to do. And... Mm-hmm. And you just like stay so like humble and like loving and I still feel like like a baby. That's why I'm humble. I still feel like a baby. I don't know. Yeah. Cause like my, it's like people don't really leave the pole community. Like our teacher drew who told you all those things and we took the same class together. Like she's still teaching and like, so, you know, she's still around. It's Mm. like my pole mom's still there. So like, I feel like I can't call myself a pole expert cause like my mom's right there and she's amazing. And like, yeah, I've gotten better, but I still feel like a baby cause I don't know. I don't know if that feeling ever leaves. But people yeah. but people will tell me like how good I am. I'm like, "Really?" Like it still hits yeah. because I always like not a good dancer before. Like I was really awkward. So I do remember your awkward. Stage. I was so like, awkward. <laughs> I do. People but don't I was right, me. I was right there too, yeah. but I do remember like your stage of like leaving silk and going into pole and like it didn't seem like it was your thing and like it was kind of random like oh why is Jamie doing pole and like and then you just kept doing it more and more you became obsessed and then your flow and your lines and like your strength and oh my god it was just so cool to watch so yeah and it's like proof too that like if you stay consistent with something and just like you know focus Mm -hmm. on your progression you could do incredible things Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jamie.
I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.